Will, Rob and Rich. We uh, love the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover. And this week we are joined by Adam and Piers from the Boxer Rebellion. We discuss the best replacements for Trent Alexander-Arnold and Harry Kane. Picking teams whilst on tour, and we try to remember the starting lineups from Arsenal versus Ipswich in 1993. Let's go! Yeah, hello and welcome to episode 20 20, yeah. 20 of the Fantasy Football Hangover and this week we are joined by two very special guests, Adam and Piers, who are from the band The Boxer Rebellion. Welcome guys. Hi. Good evening. Good We've to have you here. We have not bailed. Yeah, that's good. As you suggested in we turned up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well spotted. Thanks for listening. There we go. All the, way, all the way to the end, yeah. Yeah, good man. Proof. our numbers. We um, had a bailer last year. Someone bailed on us, so just oh, don't know. Post announcement. Uh, no, thankfully, not post announcement. Yeah, he was a secret guest, wasn't yeah. he? Right. He did send us a lot of beer to apologise, and he will be on at some point. Yeah, we'll get So it's on. fine. So if you don't know much about the Boxer Rebellion, they are an amazing band, and you should check them out. Out. They have many famous fans. I did some research into this. Uh, so famous fans including Dom Jolly, Simon Pegg, uh, Matt Horn, and Melissa Joan Hart's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Which is nice. the best of all of them. I it's think, news I to me. Oh, it's news to you. <laughs> it is news to me, yeah. Good positive news, though. Yeah, Sabrina's oh, a fan. Absolutely. Grew yeah. up on that. I reckon she's probably a fan of this show as well. I would assume so. So shout out to she Melissa. She will be now. See, we're the rhythm section and we just said something at the same time, but we've literally been predicting each other's moves for years. Yeah. I like to say, like, because my fingers and his kick drum are kind of linked. Uh, I like to say I predict when he farts, although that's not hard. He does it a lot. Um, well, I've gone here, really. <laughs> but, but we've been together far too long in too close a circumstance of to, course. Be, to be natural. Yeah. And you last year did a quite big American tour up the West Coast. You followed my American tour. Yeah. I went up the West Coast on holiday last year and then Adam told me that he was doing exactly the same route, basically. So, uh, so you went on holiday and got smashed and we went out for work and got smashed. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and exactly. Amazing beer up the West Coast. It was west coast, over the top, down the east coast. Oh, right. Well, yeah. The whole yeah. upside down U. Yes. yes. Or an N. An N. A lowercase yeah. N. Yeah. Let's go with. Um, so talk us through that a little bit in terms of uh, the two things that matter to us, which are mm. football and beer. Did you partake in either of those? I try. Well, on our, on our rider, we always ask for... Uh, me, me and Nathan are the main beer drinkers. Nathan's a singer. And we will always ask for um, as local a beer as you can get. Um, yeah. Me and him are fairly similar in taste. We do get um, a little bit let down in the UK, mm-hmm. let's say. So it's not, um, it's not unlike them to just leave you with a case of 
Tuborg, um, <laughs> which is neither local nor good. Yeah, we, we actually <clears throat> got stung on it in Amsterdam when they provided us with a load of Heineken, and there was nothing we could really say about it. Nearest beer to them. No, well, great. I've provided you with not necessarily local beer, but we've all, we're all on a different beer. I can't even remember what I'm on. It's over here. I am on a Rapture Red Hop Ale. Lovely. Which is, um, as you can imagine, red in colour and delicious in taste. I think Adam and I are on the same, actually. The Piston Head oh, Piston yeah. Lager, which is rather nice. I'm liking it. Are you liking it? Yeah, really enjoying it. It's nice and clean, isn't it? Um, I'm on the Brewdog Santa Paws, Keeping Christmas Alive. Yeah. Uh, which is... Um, that's quite dark for me, actually. Is but it like stouty or is it just... It's not... It's it's quite thin but it is a bit stouty yeah yeah it's not a, it's not too it's not like a meal yeah no that's alright festive ales are like the, the last holy grail of the pun aren't they That's yeah like Santa Paws great they, Brewdog in particular go for a lot of puns around Christmas you know the Brewdog um, advent calendar yeah and that is from the Brewdog advent calendar that's right. my lovely fiance well you uh, should be doing one every day not just giving them away in January I was away yeah. for quite a lot of the time in December and quite a lot of them are really high percentages like 12 13 percent you do know so. how advent calendars work though right <laughs> I do for breakfast I was trying to get through as many as I could so I need to start us off on something so I've brought a prop with me ah. which is the program from the first ever football match that I ever went to as mentioned on a previous show Arsenal versus Ipswich Town from Saturday September 11th um, in 1993 uh, yeah. um, so my task for you guys for the rest of the show is you've got paper in front of you can you write down as many players who played for either Arsenal or Ipswich Adam's a big oh, Arsenal wow. fan <laughs> <laughs> he's going to love this yeah, this is going to so embarrass me yeah. 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 So yeah. Really you're going gonna... to stick near you <laughs> so you've got until the end of the show okay. whilst we're talking just jot down names and I will come to you at the end so that is our this week Sarri I haven't a clue no nice. looking at other people's lists because yeah. they're right here no yeah. cheating and no looking at the back of the programme so this is based on the back of the programme so it might not have actually been the starting lineup, but um, it'll be near to it'll print, be close to yeah. print. How many subs did you have in those days? It wasn't five then, was it? Uh, three. No, I actually, my maths. It might have been two. It might have been two. Yeah. Yeah. There's only twelve people oh, so on this, sub. so one sub. One. Wow. Yeah. So you sh- you sh- I should have brought my first program, which was Southend versus Huddersfield in 1989. Wow. Uh, and I'd like to have seen how many of those names that you've got. Oh, Probably yeah. Zero. not even All of us. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Richard. And David Wagner, of course, yesterday was uh, relieved of his duties at Huddersfield. So, yeah. Uh, Did Chris Powell play for them then? He managed them. Yeah. There we go. Good knowledge. Well, oh, Ricky Otto, was he? Ricky. No, not 89. You were uh, about four years out there. But I, I mean, yeah. it wasn't really a quiz for now. Yeah. One, but we one can, to ponder. Yeah. We can, <laughs> um, yeah, that was mutual consent, wasn't it? The, I th- I heard oh, yes, he, it was mutual consent. I kind of heard that he wanted to have a break at the end of the season. Yeah. And that doesn't really bode well for, I guess, team morale. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it be interesting to see who takes over there. Sam Allardyce has already been ruled out, which is good, David, David good to Moyes know. David is free, isn't he? Oh, shudder. Yeah. Um, so we need to talk about fantasy football a little bit. So let's first off go through our... 
tips for this week. Mm-hmm. So this is a feature that we have, which as you two both listen to the show, you do know this feature. It's called Six in 60, where we have 60 seconds to give our six tips for the next week and beyond. Um, so we'll do that after this lovely jingle. Let's go. So first up is a uh, favourite of the show, Mr. Matt Doherty, uh, playing right wing back for Wolves. They've got some great home fixtures coming up. Uh, he's still only 5.2, so they've got Newcastle, Leicester, West Ham at home, and then Everton away. Adam? First up is Declan Rice. Uh, watched him on the TV. Beat Arsenal at the weekend. And I'd say it wasn't even his goal that made me think about him. It was his after-match in- interview, uh, which was heartwarming. And the second uh, player is Christian Eriksen. Who I think is going to be taking on a more more prominent role now that Son's out. Um, it's got six point seven percent selected, I think. Yes. Yeah, I mean, sorry, Ericsson was one of my tips. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, doubles, doubles, double reinforcements. They've got yeah. Fulham away, and then three home games, and Kane's out and Son's out. No brainer. Jason yeah. Punchin, Huddersfield. Oh, wow. to be explained. Nice. Okay, quickly from me, Marcus Rashford. It's got to be done after Kane's out. Make it happen, and that is time. Nice, good time. Used up an awful lot on Jack and Rice then. Sorry. I know, talking about post-match interview, I did this last week with Jamie Vardy. I just oh, rattled yeah. on about him, and, and then embarrassingly did absolutely nothing in the, uh, in the match. We we tipped two goalkeepers last week, Neil Etheridge yeah. and... Um, Fabianski? No. Uh, was it Fabianski? No, it was someone... I didn't pick a goalie, it was... Uh, Rob picked a goalie, and they both did really well. Yeah, I just like got Neil points. in. Yeah, Neil Etheridge yeah. got... 12 points or something 10 points and yeah I mean oh it was uh, Pickford clean sheet nice yeah so um, yeah pick a goalkeeper and you do well but um, maybe not so outfield yeah I've been doing well with Fabianski recently so yeah talks to Jason Punching because I was actually looking at him in terms of He's so cheap. What was he 4.2 million for a midfielder 4.2 million so it's really I get sick of having people on my bench who don't play mm-hmm. or people on my bench who are defensive midfielders who do play or people on my bench who are defensive midfielders who come on for half an hour like Torreira. Uh, so he's got in the bin. Yeah. Uh, so pu- the thing about punching, I've got some tough fixtures, but he's going to be on my bench. But when he comes on, he'll be playing and he'll be attacking. Yeah. And they've got a new manager. Yeah. Whoever that might be, they'll be having a new manager. So... And 4.2 it's is, not risk, is it? yeah, cheap as chips. Yeah, it, and a couple of years ago for Palace, he was banging them in for yeah. fantasy. Yeah, he's just, been, just not played at all. There's a bit of a risk with a new manager when you don't know what the new manager is going to do with him. It's all a risk. Uh, Aaron Moy's injured for them, isn't he? So he will start <coughs> every game. But he will, start, he will start every game and he will, he's attacking. I'm just sick of DMCs coming <laughs> off my bench. Yeah. The highlights I saw, did I watch highlights of the, the last Huddersfield game? I can't remember, but I saw something where he was like going for it. He made a couple of good shots. Like, he took a really wild punt, which could have got in back in the Palace days, it would have gone in. You know, I think it's a good shout actually, punching. But good differential, as they say. Yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to stick him in that regularly because they're down there, aren't they? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I was scuppered because we're going to talk about this a little bit, but one of the reasons I had to think about him because Alexander-Arnold's out. Yes. Yeah. So I needed to find a decent defender that was as cheap as him. 
How much was really, it? How much did you have? One. And so I needed to make some money. Mm. They gave so, Declan Rice. Um, I can't go Declan Rice. Because, because oh, you're wrong. Being a South End United fan and in a South End United league, we are not allowed any West Ham players. Wow. Very familiar. Rich yeah. here is an Arsenal <clears throat> fan and has never picked a Tottenham never. player. No, which, which was it, fine for years, like when it was in the Telegraph, never a problem. But the last four or five years have been. I do, I'm absolutely with Kane, fine with yeah. it. I'd rather finish fourth and not have my team sullied by the Platinum Blue <laughs> than win. But, yeah. but where is yours? <laughs> Is relatively easy given that it's West Ham. You're not missing out on huge thing, things like kind of points wise. I think yours is pretty impressive. And in Rich, that, and Rich does Rich, very well. He's yeah, and you've gone all of this time without Kane, and yeah. like last season when Tottenham's midfield were just like kind of go tos, yeah. and you couldn't have more than people were struggling because they didn't know which three Tottenham players there. Rich yeah. is currently like top fifty thousand in the world, something like that. You're, you're, and you've never had a Tottenham yeah, player. That's it's right. So that's the secret. I think. Yeah, maybe. Don't pick him. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stick with it. It's been tough though. I've thought yeah. about. This really season has been one of the, probably the first tough one for me. Is that like yeah. to not pick any West Ham? Anderson's in my head. In. Yeah, yeah, he's great, isn't he? Fantastic. Um, he's so good to have as a keeper. Makes so many saves. It's ridiculous. He's one of the best uh, keepers Anatovic, I've ever had. I'm glad he's had his head turned to Natovich. He can. Do yeah, he's gone, isn't he? Yeah. So he's yeah. a terrible human, I think. <laughs> yeah, head turned by pure money yeah. to China. Terrible. I mean, come on. No, well, your brother's on the phone. He said, "Do you want some more money?" Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a sign from West Ham <clears throat> saying the only bigger bastard they could get in would if they brought Ibrahimovic back to the Premier League, <laughs> fill that pantomime villain role vacated by. Uh, yeah, very true. Alsovich. It is very true. Well, they've got they've got Sami Nasri now, so well, as, that's as, true. As yeah. Pantomime villains go. He's, he's, up, he's up there. I looked into the Patrice Evra thing that we talked oh, about. Yeah. Was it last week or yeah. before? And he left West Ham at the end of the season. Still looking for another club. So okay. if anyone wants him, he's out there, available. Surprisingly young. Uh, he's uh, he can take, take down your fans if you want. He must be thirty-eight. But we were talking before the show, weren't we, about how we can't quite seem to get a handle on footballers' ages after Babel's resigned for apparently. Back to the Premier apparently, League Ryan Babel's only thirty-two years old, it's which nonsense. blew what? my mind. Yeah, thought he was ready for a bus pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Carney, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely crazy. So we've had a few, um, we've had a few emails, and we never get emails, but tweets <laughs> and, uh, Thanks, and Instagram stuff like that. But um, a lot of people asking about with Kane and, and uh, Trent uh, Alexander Arnold out, <coughs> sort of who you should replace with. And uh, I mean, as I said, Rashford would be a yeah. perfect shot. I mean, 7.4 million. I got it's, yeah. his. I think he's scored 38 points in the last five games. Their next fixtures are... Oh, they've got great fixtures, haven't they? Their, their next four are Brighton, Burnley, Leicester, Fulham. He's I got mean, so much confidence. Yeah. yeah. He looks unreal. Like, And he's their first choice uh, striker now, so he's got to be the one. But then I would also say, with the amount of money you can get for selling Kane, you can get anyone. So yeah. you can get a It allowed rate. me to get Salah, who I didn't have before, yeah. in their wild card kind of mix-up. Yeah. And I mean, I would almost, with Wilson kind of either injured or on his way to Chelsea, if people have got Kane and Wilson, get rid of both. And maybe you could work out to bring in Rashford and Aguero with that money. That might work. Oh, yeah. Aguero. That's oh, Tom. Last night. Yeah. That was painful. Oh. I can't recommend Aguero right now. I... I 
when I found out Aguero was not picked last night, I nearly threw the cat at the telly. <laughs> I was quite looking forward to it. Sometimes on my, on my opportunity to watch an entire game um, from start to finish live at home with two young children, they're limited. So when they come about, I, when they come about, I think, oh, right, I almost sometimes actually pick a player for that week. Because I now I can watch Monday Night Football. That's it? good. Wow. And uh, I was, this is solid. I've got Aguero here. I almost captained him. Uh, and then I spent the last 15 minutes with him coming on, costing me a Liverpool clean sheet off my bench, proverbially taking the samurai sword to my team. Yeah. He was the, it, was the, it was the straw that broke the camel's back, and he's out. He didn't even yeah. break, break a sweat last night, did he? Oh, he was just man. like... Well, it was it, just like little... Little uh, runaround for him, wasn't it? He was ill, apparently. Mm. So maybe he did break a sweat, but only because he's got <laughs> <Yeah>. cold. It's <laughs> true. I feel like Pep's always been desperate to put Jesus in when he can. <clears> and like, <throat> him getting those goals last night, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts again at the weekend. Well, he's on form. Yeah. Like, he's not a bad shout. I don't know how much he is. But Have you got him? He's, no, under, he's under no, 10, no, isn't he? He's such a risk. He's, yeah, I, think he's, he's too much. I think he's 10.1. Is he? Yeah. Oh, Man City. See yeah, oh, he's so tough. Pep's rotation is just too... Yeah, but not, well, I've just gone with Bernardo Silva most of the season, yeah, and the, he solid. he seems to have played pretty much every game. So Bilva, Bilva, rather than Dilva. <laughs> Bilva, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we should also yeah pick up any other social bits. I've had uh, quite a, obviously, as I said, a lot of messages about the uh, the Kane and Trent Alexander Arnold stuff, but we've also had. Uh, Neil Perini, friend of the show, has messaged to say that uh, if you're looking for zero alcohol beers, which we talked about last we week, did, yeah. then uh, Big Drop Brewery Stout is only one pound a bottle at Tesco at the moment. So uh, wow. check that out. A zero percent stout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Big Drop Brewery is the one that we had earlier in the season, and it was given to us free by the Wants to Tap because they said it was so disgusting that they couldn't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> A ringing wow. endorsement yeah. from the Wanstead tap. And so yeah, he off. literally was like, oh, I can't charge you for that. It's so disgusting. So have it free. <laughs> yeah, and how was yeah. it? Um, it was it just tastes like water. It was just yeah. very pissy. It was, yeah, nothing yeah. to it. Um, so yeah, thanks Neil for that. But hopefully the stout's better than the, I think it was the lager. Um, and then new listener to the show, Libby Burke Wild, has asked us all what our perfect beer snack combo is whilst watching a game. Ooh, that's a good one. Mine has to be a hot dog. I'll go to the baseball. Oh, an actual game. I, I was. Oh, I think she meant at, whilst watching at uh, like uh, on your sofa. But I guess yeah, at a game. Yeah, at a, at a game. It'd be a hot dog. What would you be at home? At home. Um, I don't really. I'm not really a drink. I don't really eat and drink. At the same time, that's right. true. Yeah. Uh, I'm a I'm a drinker or an eater. Okay, so right. I would, yeah, I would just drink it through. So I don't need, I don't know. Yeah, like yesterday, I had I got given um, this week. I got given very late actually a Christmas present of a box of Quality Street, and um, the other night I had um, uh, I had actually another Christmas present, which was a home brewed uh, pale ale from one of my uh, drum pupils. Nice. Oh, nice, which is actually very nice. And then I thought, and we have this uh, thing going. Me and my wife, we both get given chocolates occasionally, by because we teach a bit as well on the side. And um, I have this thing going where I kind of don't want to leave these chocolates out 
too long because she'll take all the best ones, but we never really <laughs> sit down and have them together. So whilst I was watching the game, I had a handful of strawberry and orange creams. Yeah. And boy, did they go badly with, <laughs> with this. With the homebrew. Yeah, and it kind of took my mind off the football a bit. So, oh, God. Yeah, wow. I, it's not, I don't, yeah, I don't eat and drink. It doesn't. It doesn't doesn't work in combination. Doesn't do it for me. So our tip wow. to Libby would be don't eat and drink <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Crisps, crisps is the I, yeah, crisps I'm absolutely standard. crisps. You can't go wrong with. If you're gonna go lips. calories, go beer. Yeah, that's what I say. Leave the food alone. <laughs> Save the count. <laughs> Just straight beer. I like it. Um, Carling, yeah, Carling, obviously. So you so you were talking about hot dog at a, if you're at a baseball match. Yeah, I, I suppose it's any sporting match. It's nice. It's like kind of handheld, self-contained, as long as you don't go too crazy with the sauce. Do you get to go to many sporting occasions when you're on tour then? Yeah, we've been lucky enough to. I actually happen to be able to. My wife's family are all lifelong Cubs fans. And they hadn't, <laughs> at this point, a couple of years ago, won the World Series since 1908. And we happened to be on tour and play in Chicago during the World Series. And we had a night off and game five and my wife's dad had a season ticket. Um, and I think the guys were traveling in a bus to Toronto. Uh, and I managed to kind of blag my way into the uh, World Series game, got to see them win the only game in a World Series that they've won at Wrigley Field since 1908, which wow. is just an wow. incredible experience. Had a hot dog as well. Nice. <laughs> really had a nice it. week. In, we had eight days in Melbourne once, which was felt like a long time to be in an ibis. But um, <laughs> the I never forget the first day we arrived in the afternoon, all jet lagged. Um, I went to day three of Australia, Pakistan. We all did after I watched them open on the first day in my bed on Boxing Day with the snow outside, yeah. uh, and then. Four or five days later, no one would go with me. Yeah, but I went to see Melbourne Victory play <laughs> Perth Glory. They won 5-2. And I saw that... Um, oh, who is that? Who is that? Like, not, was it Danny Teato? Really dirty ex-Man City player. Yeah, Teato rings a bell. Um, and also there was, there was uh, Todd, Andy... Is it Andy Todd? Anyway, a couple of part, Did he play for Blackburn? Blackburn. Blackburn, and he played for Perth. And um, met a couple of Norwich fans there. Had a nice. lovely time. Yeah, had a, had a few ales, and then went to the pub after the out with a load of Perth fans to discuss the away experience in Australia. Yeah. Bit of a stretch. Yeah, so Perth to Melbourne. Their flight yeah. was five hours. They can't get many. No, no, and it was... <laughs> Yeah, it was like watching Coventry, really. Yeah. So there, it was about a third full. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was a five-hour five flight each way to go and see a team get pounded 5-2. And they loved it. Yeah. Dedication. So that was a good week for sport. On yeah. 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 Sounds good. Did you have any uh, correspondence? And we had a couple of questions from Rob, who's not with us, didn't oh, yeah. we? Yeah, what did Robbie ask? Yeah. He, uh, he asked some two very, very poignant and important <laughs> questions like uh, about your music. So he said uh, he'd heard that What the Fuck was written about a particularly bad FPL weekend. Um, is that true? That's exactly yeah, it's written about right. the one yeah. just gone. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Does it ever creep into the music? Do you ever get like absolute fantasy football? Yeah. Like yeah. such rage, rage, such rage after like you're performing on a Sunday night, let's say, or a Saturday night, and you've had a terrible day. And Piers, do you just oh take it out on the drum kit? Creeps into gigs. Yeah. So we did a festival about three years ago. <laughs> I don't think you know this actually, and it was um, it was in the country, it was in it was in the Netherlands somewhere, and um, it was remember when um, uh, Ibrahimovic had just joined Man United, mm-hmm. and it was it was when it's early on the season, you know, and you're really trying to pick the players that everybody else hasn't, and and like do it well, yeah. And I'm in a two man league with somebody. It's quite competitive. There's a curry on it at the end of the year, <laughs> and. Um, I captained him early doors and I took my phone on stage with me. It's a classic. Kept yeah. it under the floor, Tom, and uh, checked <laughs> in between songs. Um, and I think he got a brace. So I actually texted a friend to <laughs> There's like thousands of people in front of us. I texted him a, some kind of emoji because obviously <laughs> you can't be that lengthy. Yeah. Well, you've you've got, got to do a quick, yeah. quick smiley poo and out. And Nate's, Nate's like, yeah, come on, let's, let's start, let's start. I'm like, sorry, Ibrahimovic just scored. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I enjoyed good. that. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Rob, for that question, yeah, which led on to a good story. So uh, the next thing we should do is the best of worst mm-hmm. of. So let's play the song. So as we are joined by a couple of musicians, we thought we'd go down a musical route, which has been popular in the past. We've had a few musical episodes of this, best of worst of. So this is, we pick a topic and then we just talk about what's the best and worst of that topic. So we thought we'd go with entrance music and just general music at football. Mm. So I sort of, I mean, obviously the two most famous songs are probably You'll Never Walk Alone and I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles, which I... I personally cannot stand You'll Never Walk Alone. I find it... Oh, really? Awful. I think it's very stirring. Yeah. But it just kind of has this... It it sort of summarises to me why I dislike Liverpool in general, of just this, like, they just... It's so strong. There's a bit of jealousy that they've got such a banger of a chain, I think. I also didn't realise it's not actually originally by Jerry and the Pacemakers. That's just their version. It's the version that they... Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, right in now. my research that I did uh, for this, it's, I couldn't tell you who it's actually by. Celtic no. use it as well, didn't they? Yeah, 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 it's all tied into that whole yeah. tie-in that they have. They, they're connected religiously, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, uh, Catholic. <laughs> yes, yeah. religious tie-ins. So yeah, I, I don't like it, but I'm forever blowing bubbles, I have to say. Um, I, this is obviously not going to go down with, well with the South End fan, I but... Like um, I love it, and what I walked past, I walked past the um, London Stadium probably last season, and it, it was match day, and it was three pm, and they were singing yeah. it, and it was I was You're quite a distance away. Yeah, <laughs> I was quite a distance away. I mean, the lyrics are utter bollocks, and it's no meaningless, there, but it's very powerful. Everyone's involved in it, yeah. like you'll never walk alone. Everyone involved in it. I was there a few weeks ago with a few of our friends who are mostly West Ham supporters, actually. And not only is everyone involved in it, but because they had a chance to buy a load of new stuff 
when they moved into London Stadium, they had got industrial bubble machines. Yeah, it's quite an impressive amount of bubbles. I still think it's a little bit, it's a little bit childlike and girly to be so passionately singing about bubbles. It's kind of like that. They're kind of the, the team equivalent of the really hard dude in a in a pink shirt. Like, yeah. I'm so hard that. Which isn't uncommon at West Ham. 2019 now, Adam. You've got to get over that. <laughs> yeah. there, there's, there's something about... I mean, I've, um, I've been to Upton Park a few times. not been to the... Whatever they call it. Um, <laughs> but there's something about watching these uh, tanked-up Claret boys in pubs doing it. Yeah. Like, really doing it as well. You know, yeah. right before I was thinking, you, know, you sit in the corner and think... Yeah. There's some ladies in here looking at you thinking, they're gonna be sad bastards. Um to be at the game and get and and get whipped up with it is one thing. Yeah. So you know, be there with six of your mates and sing it more than you would sing the national anthem. Yeah. Is another <laughs> entirely and oh. I can't deal with it. No, but yeah, I can't, so I I actually don't mind that, but I, I have a couple that I hate. So the Chelsea at Chelsea they have this the like it's a scar anthem, uh, what's called Liquidator by the Harry J All Stars. It's a great song, but they, they so that plays and then they go Chelsea, Chelsea, and it's just like yeah, it's my. We've discussed this on Chance before on this yeah. show. It's just. I, there are yeah. some really imaginative good chants and then there's just saying your team's name over a song <laughs> is not acceptable to me yeah something they do I've been a few times to South End that I don't know whether no, I, I mean I'm sure they do it at a lot of sports games <coughs> one, of the, one of those kind of generic songs that's used for sports but at, at Roots Hall they must do it still now I really appreciate them using Ramble On early doors it really ramps up the Tension. I'll, I'll be honest. These days, Led Zeppelin. I'm yeah. never in the ground in time. Right. Uh, I've got my walked from pub to ground down to an absolute tea. <laughs> this is not like you're not going to get caught up with forty, fifty thousand other people. I know where I'm going. And honestly, sometimes you know, I'll sit with my mum and dad. Actually, I've got a season ticket with them, and I'll turn up as it's kicking. Or I'll be, you know, move along my aisle, a bit, and that's not. Always, always, it always says something, my dad. A little jive. He knows where I've been, yeah. right? Yeah, he knows I'm four deep. <laughs> and they say, oh, I didn't think you were coming today. Yes, you knew I was coming. <laughs> so I always miss the... I don't think I'm... We haven't got the equivalent of You'll Never Walk Alone. Mm. I don't feel like I'm missing much. Is, um, is there a song after you win? Because a lot of teams oh, have a song yes. that they play... Uh, what is it? Orient play um, <laughs> Rocking All Over the World by yeah. Status Quo. Right, Man United have got Glory, Glory, Man United, yeah. which is... Um, we've that's got, obnoxious. It's horrible. We've yeah. got, a, we've got a, t- a terrible song which was recorded, penned and recorded in the early to mid noughties by I couldn't even tell you who it was but it stars Terry Alderton who is a comedian yeah. who is one of our most famous fans yeah. uh, which I include myself on that list <laughs> um, so that will tell you how long the list is Alison Moy is on there she's written a song about South and wow um, but yeah it's it's. Uh, I wish I had a little bit to play you because I wasn't quite I should have I should have sorted this, but no one. Probably, I mean, put it in. I don't, yeah. I don't even think Terry Alderton likes it, to be honest. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I'm sure you've heard yeah, it. Yeah, I think. Uh, 
I mean, I've heard it, but it wasn't memorable. Nothing's going to stop us now. Oh, my God. So it is going to stop us. A one-all draw. Yeah. yeah. Then you won't ever play. He won't play. Yeah. yeah and, then you, and you walk out and they'll play it. Like any reason to play it as well, you know, like scraped a one-nil against Rochdale. Here we go. From bottom, you know. Nothing's going to stop us now, lads. Well, we're 15th. So probably at least the 14 teams above us. So, yeah, it's not good. Find it and play a little bit. Yeah, we should. We'll, we'll try. Yeah, we'll take it, we'll, we'll take it out. At the same time, I, I, kind of, I kind of like it. It must be attached to a lot of nice memories yeah. for you. Yeah, because kind of yeah, we haven't just lost 4-0. I've never listened to it having lost 4-0. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the Arsenal one? There's one that's... They've played Sweet Caroline at the end, like, after, and they've played loads before. It's a song before. that's like to the tune of Rule Britannia as well. Oh, God, they just never really nailed it. They used to play House of Pain before the games for a period. They did um, Wonder Are You as well. So in my research well, the on this, I... just like the countdown. It's like the, 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 it's like the clock, isn't it? Yeah. Focus on the clock and it yeah. counts down, but... In my research, I found out that they, yeah, they, they've never really had an actual walkout song. No. But they've experimented with difference in, in the past and in the Europa League I don't know if it was last season or how many seasons have you been in the Europa League only Just, one yeah, last season not. or this season but um, they walked out to against Red Star Belgrade to the theme tune for Triple H from WWE oh yeah wow which is I can't, even, I can't think how that goes no but it's, uh, I, I'd recognise it I'm yeah. sure I mean where did that come from What? What? that's a maybe very strange decision work for Triple H maybe this can yeah, turn them. Because you, you, United walk out to uh, to this the one Stone, yeah, Roses, Stone Roses, which Gary Neville is responsible for. He didn't write the song. Can I just say? Well, he, he got them. He, yeah, he in the early noughties loved the song. Was just like we should walk out to that. So that's actually that's a good probably song. the well, best thing Gary Neville's ever like done. That. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'd kind of wish also that I would I could take myself back to a time at huge games when there was nothing, and you had that. Everybody knew what the time was, and I'm sure there was this huge crowd bubble, which you never would hear. You can't hear now because there's music being mm. played all the time, of just anticipation. Yeah, and people listening to the radio as well, probably. So like when people brought, used to bring yeah, their yeah, radio, so. and then and the suddenly you know mm. you get the people Clackers. who are over one side of the ground getting to see the players first, and then you just hear that. Yeah, you hear that like bars going around the ground. Mm. But I guess, you know, it's so whipped up now that you don't get any of that anymore. No. Um, everyone knows when they're coming out because the bloody you announcers you don't get, telling you. You don't get teams doing songs for no reason as well. Like teams doing songs, do you? Like actual football players doing songs to... Oh, like kind of celebrate going to the cup like that. Oh, they don't need the money. No, anymore. <laughs> yeah, so we've, we've, we've talked about, about this off, probably off air a bit. Like it's not something... Cause they used to. They actually used to go to number yeah. one. Like yeah. oh, there United, was, there was like a golden age where like two kind of things came together. One is players didn't have like <clears throat> great PR teams that said, "Oh, like shaming yourself in this way isn't a good yeah. idea." And then at the same time, they were like, "Well, I can't sing. I'll just do a rap because like rapping's easy." Yeah, yeah. And there was like kind of all of this horrible but legendary yeah. stuff that came out I, th- I feel like Cardiff had one did Cardiff get to the FA Cup final recently a few years ago good question can't remember but I feel like they or someone along those lines had an had an FA Cup song in the last five years and that's like the last time there's, 
there's been one. Right. Which, yeah, it, it's a dead thing. Like, it used to be huge. Every, like, it's a shame, really. I don't think well, it's just football's fault, though. I think novelty records have kind of died off a little bit anyway. I suppose. Yeah. Although, it's just Christmas, isn't Christmas it? number one was, yeah. Sausage roll. Sausage yeah. roll thing, wasn't it? But, yeah. It's horrible. Um, yeah, have you ever been tempted to write or record a football song? No, we take it very seriously, like too seriously, probably, the music stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, we've written really stupid songs in private, not for the ears of anyone else. <laughs> I mean, no one's ever offered us a stupid amount of money to do so. Yeah, that, that might change yeah. things. So, yeah. you know, if, yeah. we are open to offers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I reckon we could do one. No, I just think the song would be crap as well, because... You've got to have something about you to write something novelty and crap. I mm. don't. Mm. I mean, I don't think that novelty is not really us. No. Yeah. Um, you know, we had it really lucky was Tottenham because they had Chaz and Dave just yes. like bashing stuff out for yeah. them, and they're like the perfect balance between like good and and novelty, novelty. and you can pick yeah. it up easy. Well, okay. When I was looking, um, Bristol City come out to the one for Bristol City by the Wurzels. Which I'm Perfect. Yeah, I mean they are. They've got to be. They've got to be Bristolians, haven't they? Yeah, they are. Who are? Who are? Yeah, yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah, I mean, because because when cause when Leicester score, they play Kasabian Fire, which obviously Kasabian are. Yeah, makes are Leicester. sense. So you kind of get and it, it sonically makes. That's sense. something I wish would piss off. It's very American Gold music. Very American. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. it's so yeah. bad. I, I want, again, agree. That is absolutely when the crowd is at their best. Yeah. yeah and you're, you're kidding. Right, you're right, you're right. Like and you instead can. you get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to have... Um, oh, God, it wasn't Mambo number five. Oh, wow. Do you remember what we used to, they used to put on? It was something as shit as that. Uh, it five, was something yeah. like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and I was like, at least leave it a bit. We yeah. uh, we actually had bear some responsibility for some of that action. We actually got invited to play before a Lille game in the season that Lille won the French top league. We oh, wow. we ended up yeah we went there we, and and we specifically had to <coughs> learn what was their anthem at the time. Probably still is probably still everywhere, which was Seven Nation Army. Which they did, mm. but but actually, to be fair, football anthems in the army, isn't it? It yeah. is, yeah. Mm. yeah I it think really is. maybe it was an embarrassing situation, yeah, because the crowd didn't want to see us beforehand. It was a new thing that the French that the, they were trying out over there, and they'd done it with rugby, uh, and they yeah they put us on the pitch. Um, obviously, it pissed it down. And um, I'll, yeah, I'll never forget I had a little life moment where I mean, it was a laugh, right? More important mm-hmm. than anything else, it was a laugh. But I'll never forget, we played, played Marseille, and mm. um, I'll never forget, um, I think Cissé and Gabriel Hainsé just chipped the ball over to each other, like, over me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Who can say that? That's such a, like, yeah. random... <laughs> yeah, and I just yeah. thought, oh, let's just get off. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm only here to watch the game. Hazard, Hazard was playing for them at the time as right. well. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah. No one really knew. And Jovino uh, yeah. with the oh, yeah. and, then, oh, and another the funny moment occurred because they gave us all Lille shirts with our name on them, which we thought was like a pretty good idea. Yeah, we've still got them now, um, except for we didn't account for the fact that there would be huge boos when Piers came on and like took, took his like top off to reveal a leash, little shirt like the whole of the Marseille end 
Yeah, well, uh, I really. So they got a three-one win. There you go. I don't think yeah. I bothered them too much in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, you guys have been to Orient, haven't you? I was yeah. digging around, and I, I saw Laurie, uh, Orient come out to Tijuana Taxi. Yeah. By Herbert Alps. Yeah. Which I didn't realise they've been playing for forty-three years. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, it, it actually that stirs people. It's I tough with an instrumental, isn't it? Yeah. I guess. What's well, a nice car I'm, honking from my listeners? I'm from Boeing Bubbles, been played at West Ham since 1920. Wow. wow. Literally changed the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was amazed by that. Spurs come out to a song from Star Wars. I like, saw that. Star Wars, yeah, not like, even a good Star Wars. Star Wars Travels and Menace. Like, where is that? that? I mean, I mean, the, the, the score of that is yeah. pretty scary. If they came out to... That would be scary. I guess I don't think why John Williams would be rousing, isn't yeah. it? But it does feel weird. Yeah, I mean, Forrest come out to Mull of Kintyre, which the lyrics have been changed very much to sing about the city ground, which is very... it's. It's obviously very close yeah. to my heart, so... I must admit, when you were talking about Orient, I mean, you said uh, they come out to Tijuana. I thought you were going to say Tijuana Lady by yeah. Gomez. That's all I can <laughs> think of. Tijuana Lady, where did you go? This will get not across. Say, say random. <laughs> that is not stirring at all. It's just like, <laughs> so chill. Sign having a split. Yeah, swaying from side to side. Oh, they're yeah. out, lads, they're out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. brilliant. Um, so yeah, I, w- when you guys are on uh, on tour, when you're on festival lineups, do you get because obviously that I don't know. I guess that's summer. I was just trying to think about like with other uh, other bands and stuff like that. Do you have any like FPL rivalries or anything like that? I know that you're in a league with Marcus Mumford, aren't you, Piers? And a, yeah, and a, one of the Bastille guys. Oh, is it Woody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's an oh one of I mean there are two of the Mumford's guys are in that league. Yeah, right? I think Win, it's Win, he, uh, yeah, he likes the field, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Woody and Mumford, Woody and Marcus are down there. They're about one of the two, one of only a handful of people I can really catch this year. Yeah, you're not <laughs> having a good season. No, this is a, I'm having the type of you know when people talk about that. Um, you know, the year Man United went down in the seventies, and they're still talking about it because it was so. It was so unlike them to be this shit. Well, that's they're going to be talking about this season with me. Really? Are are you normally, yeah, you normally more, brilliant. Should say, are we good? Thirty. Yeah, that feels years. about right to me. About a good thirty or forty years. Even sh- <laughs> I'm a multiple champion, and I don't. I'm just not used to being down there. It's freaking me out. When he says multiple champion, he oh. alluded to the fact that he was in a league with two people. Multiple <laughs> champions of multiple leagues. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, I'm not saying I don't deserve to be down there. I've made some shocking decisions. I've tried very hard. You know, when you, when you look, look at the bottom of a league and you look at a couple of people, you go, oh, I think they've stopped playing now. Yeah, yeah. That, you're looking at me and you're going, he stopped playing, I think. I haven't. No, he no, never would. I, I actually really just not going well. <clears throat> I actually did look at Marcus Mumford's side and I thought he'd stop playing, but then went back and he played his wild card last week. Oh, so he, he's he definitely was, still at it. I know for a fact he was the... Just the other side of the world and just kept on forgetting to change the team. I mean, he's, yeah, fair, fair enough. They That's a problem. It's tough. Actually. Yeah, we've had that time, before. Time zones and thinking um, thinking about your team the day before rather than the day of. Yeah. Because you yeah. can wake up on a, like, it happened, it happened this season. I woke, you know, you woke up. I try, we got to a point where we, we, we had kind of like, 
kind of TV on the bus if we weren't in the middle of nowhere. But then if you're driving in between cities in the States, you're generally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no reception. So I'd like, attempt to wake up at like six to watch some some game and then seven o'clock to watch the three o'clock games or whatever it was. Yeah, that'd be right, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then like, I remember waking up at quarter past nine and going, oh shit, have they lost? Oh, we're back to sleep. And if that's yeah. your, that's my, yeah. the involvement of my football that Saturday, and it's done. You know. Quite often you so. probably do better that way. I often find if <laughs> yeah. I forget to yeah. see my team, it works out for the best. Doing so. Yeah. I overthink it so much. I So this week, we'll, we'll get on to the game week 23 shortly, but this week I, um, I've already played my two transfers, so I'd have rolled one over, played my two before the Tottenham game and Kane is injured so now I've got to get rid of Kane and going to take have to take a four point hit but I might even take an eight point hit to, and that's I never normally play my transfers early but it was because I really wanted to get in Digne and I yeah. thought his value would go up and I wouldn't be able to afford him so overall I think it will work out but are you just holding out to be that guy with the wild card when everyone's spent their yeah yeah I'm not going to play my wild card until the end of the season so you three Rich you played yours few weeks ago yeah as soon as it became available yeah that day. you oh, did right. two in the space for two weeks uh, one week one yeah. week I yeah. panicked um, I mean you, like, like I said that is full crisis mode isn't it yeah and Rich completely. is brilliant so I'm it's not, ridiculous it's just that I had a great team they're doing really well and I knew my World Cup was about to expire I was like our festive season coming up mm-hmm. so many injuries I'll play it and I just had a shocker so yeah. like, you I, will, I will say that that is the week that things happen like you work out what's come out in the wash after that really hectic run yeah, of games that first week of January yeah like, things are like starting to kind of realign and settle down again and you can probably see a, a way forward a bit better so what I really wanted there was for you to discuss your first wild card and then say you went out for Christmas drinks, went to the toilet and came back and somebody had <laughs> played on my second wild card. Yeah. I wonder if that's ever yeah. happened here. Yeah, you ever been tempted? Like you're on the tour bus, someone's phone's left open, just uh, pop I'm too honest, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I think that it. would be worse than like even sending a text to someone, you know, sending like an abusive text <laughs> to someone from someone else's phone. Like dear, changing dear, their, their, their changing yeah. their changing their captain. And we take it all like too seriously in the band. I mean, I, I remember actually one talk about like wild card times of year tends to be around this time of year. Everyone's mm. talked about the wild mm. card. I remember doing pre-production like quite an expensive place in LA before we were going to record an album. And it suddenly, it was when the wild card ran out at the end of January. Yeah. Mm, oh yeah. Back in those days. And it was yeah. like the last opportunity to do it. And someone said, <laughs> Oh, it's like the last chance to use. And, and then suddenly all of us, it for like a good two or three hours of expensive <laughs> studio time, <laughs> like racking our brains for every like different kind of move we could make. Yeah, that's awesome. So in in other words, yeah, we wouldn't do something like do, do, that would be unforgettable. The only the only thing that I will that I will do what I can't do is I can't I can't um, act um, I can't act in that way. I can't do something to put somebody's team in a, in a worse spot but what I will try not to do is you know tell them that the deadline's coming up yeah right so what, what, by that what I'm, I'm not I'm yeah I'm choosing to not say anything but I'm not actively going out of my way to be yeah. obstructive to their not team sabotage but if you mind. can't remember to do your team that's where that we differ that's where we differ I like everyone <laughs> to be involved like everyone in the league to like, I don't want anyone to be able to say like oh I, I forgot and that's their excuse and like I'm with you on that I, I like everyone I like to play, play and then yeah 
part I, of the game. It is it's part of the game. I, I, I know what you mean, but I, I like everything to be a bit fair. Uh, I'm just looking down at Rich's. Uh, he's writing Arsenal and Ipswich players, and he's not, not a single <laughs> not Ipswich single player. No. So that's good. Well, you've got a bit more time, pretty 10 minutes or so. I'm kind of excited on that team that um, got into the UEFA Cup and then got relegated, which is I mean, about 10 years Yeah, after. that's, that's like I can't, Jim Magilton. Um, I can't rewind it back. Yeah, it's Vanidi George. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Marcus Stewart. God, he was a sensation, wasn't he? Yeah. He'd, he'd have been George. great on FPL. He'd have been, I reckon Marcus Stewart would have been about 6 million FPL. He'd have been amazing, wouldn't he? 30 goals that year he got. Yeah. Him, as an aside, as you brought him up, it's the first time he's been mentioned in many years. There was a great question. I used to work in a pub, a village pub at that time, and somebody, probably the best football question I've ever been given, and I I deliberated over it for an entire evening. I still didn't get it. And that year, there were three Premier League managers who had the same first name as the surname of one of their players. This is a great question. And it was was a little bit... There's a little bit stretch. So it was George Burley, Vanidi George... Uh, Gerard, right. H- Gerard Houllier and Stephen Steve Gerard, Gerard. Yeah. and it was uh, Lauren Robert and Bobby Robson oh, oh that last I know and that got me oh, but I was, was so tough it was, that was so tough but it, I'll, I'll never forget that question great question yeah. Robert and Robson oh, <laughs> Rob yeah <clears throat> that's very tenuous but it's a good question you can have that for next time you're talking about squads in 1999 yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> we our next thing that we need definitely need to do is toddler captain tip mm-hmm. so every week or as often as we can we ask a child hopefully a familiar child that we know rather than just a random child yeah. to pick <laughs> our captain that week or a friend's captain and this week Piers has come armed with, he hasn't come with his child, but he's come armed no. with a recording of his child picking his captain. So, uh, so this, is, yeah. um, this is Amber, she is four. Um, she has been to three football matches now, finally seen a win. So she does understand winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, Though the only the only predicament I've got here is I I'm obviously currently in the middle of a wild card week and one of the joys of being committing to the wild card is you can tinker all week long. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, what I am doing here is not only revealing two of my wild card choices to <laughs> to people me. in my league who might think, oh. Yeah. I'm also trust me. I'm not influenced by your decisions. I mean, the opposite. I mean, don't worry. Punch is not one of them. Yeah. Um, okay. That'll be a real differential. The other thing is, I really have to commit to these two players now. You do. Yeah. Because it's part of it. But I'm happy to do so, if only for this podcast. Wow. We appreciate Much appreciate that. It. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. But just to put a bit of explanation <laughs> there, okay. Might I add? Sorry. <laughs> That you also get the added bonus of my other child whining. Perfect. <laughs> Almost okay. like it was a chant. Really giving you a window. It sounded like a chant. Yeah. I thought it was a West Ham fan. For <laughs> my captain this week, should yeah. I choose Mo Salah yeah. or Christian Eriksen? Which one? Mo Salah. Thank you. Why is that? Because I, I think I like it. Because I don't like it. Because you don't like it. You do, you like it. Okay. Does he score lots of goals? 
Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Background noise really adds to the like atmosphere of you like recording in some kind of crash. <laughs> no, that was that was my bedroom. <laughs> nice. I love goals. That's the reason enough. He yeah, loves goals. Who yeah. Doesn't? I mean, that's re- yeah. How was her first? What so three football matches she's been to? Yeah. Southend. Yeah. 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 All Southend. Um, she's got a she's got a record of uh, one draw lost. Great. So, I mean, can't really argue Solid. that. We're, we're a mid-table League One club. Yeah. That's what she's really going to come to accept. That's pretty cruel. I mean, I don't know. You, obviously, social services don't know about that whole thing. <laughs> we won Family Club of the Year twice in the last 10 years, I think. Really? So, a Family Club within the league? In the... Within uh, the South End region. Either... <laughs> Oh, don't get me on the detail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it One was, Family I think Club. It might have been, I think it might have been... The football league, football league, because um, Premier League's a different thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I wonder what the criteria are for that. Like, Just being least, really least good and kids really wanting to go there. So, right. and obviously really entertaining. Yeah. Sure. Attacking football, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Fair enough. And she enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like way more attentive than I thought she mm. would be. And way earlier, I was taken away earlier than I thought I would. Um, but the last the last game she went to actually she really didn't deserve to see a win and we're one nil up in injury time you can go and look this up if you like it's the most hilarious goal I've seen for years and two minutes into injury time Gillingham did get an equaliser it did cross the line it was not given oh. players went basically fuming to the lines from the referee so our goalkeeper just lobbed it out and we went down the other end of the pitch with a 2 and one <laughs> 2 nil oh. right in front of us Brilliant. Terry Alderson Terry on Alderson the step on the, the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah. Not even a goal. <clears throat> yeah, wow. Oh, fantastic. So that's what's that going to teach her? But cheating and... Um, stay to the yeah. end. Yeah, stay yeah, to the end. end. There we go. Always. Yeah. yeah, you should always stay to the end. Place the whistle. I agree with that. And uh, also, yeah, stay to the end. Yeah. Um, well, I need to get onto your team sheets. So, shall I give? I'll oh tell God, you what. I'll keep forgetting. Tell you what. Oh I'll man. give you both like a couple of extra minutes, and in that time, can you make this between? No, this? no, it's all it's all three of you. But in that time, so we've got these beer mats in front of us. Oh yes. And every guest we have on, we ask to see how many beer mats they can flip. You know that flipping. Oh yeah, like thing? That. yeah. So uh, what we'll do is we'll put the this these videos of the beer mat flipping on the socials because we get the socials in there. Yeah, so uh, oh, after, oh, after the show, yeah, that was for you. Oh, yeah, another beer. Fantastic. Uh, it's a pineapple and lime summer session. Yeah, from the lager experiment. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll film these and put them on the socials. So. Have a look uh, after this. We'll put them up. Uh, so on at FF Hangover on Twitter and Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. So have a look and see if the lads can beat Stu. Stu and Mathieu, who got 16 or 17, I think. 17 he got. Was it 17? Oh, I don't know. So I, think it was six, I think it was 16 Fine. and I just got 15. Yeah, so if you can beat 15, then... That's Beating good. Joss. So we'll, uh, okay. we'll put these on the socials. That's a lot. They said a bit high, actually. Yeah, that's. He has a lot of free time. So uh, and we'll uh, we'll give these guys an extra couple of minutes whilst that's being recorded. I don't know. 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 Right then. 
So I was asking the guys at the top of the show to name as many as they could from the fixture between <laughs> Arsenal and Ipswich in 1993, September the 11th. I will, I think the best way to see this, if I read out, I'll go Arsenal, Ipswich, Arsenal, Ipswich, Arsenal, Ipswich. Oh, I like that. And uh, yeah. you guys can tick off your list, no cheating, and then we'll uh, yeah. tell me who you got at the end. How many you got? So, obviously in goal, David Seaman. And Craig Forrest. Ah, Piers got that as well. Yeah, got okay. that. First name on the sheet there. Yeah, he was. Uh, Martin Keown. Oh, I didn't get oh, Keown. No Keown. I thought that was. I thought Craig Keown. And uh, for Ipswich, Mickey Stockwell. Got Mickey Stockwell. Didn't get. I didn't even recall Mickey Stockwell. Okay. Left back, solid. Uh, Andy Linnigan. Ah, oh, I would have. I didn't get Lincoln. Yeah, do you know what? I was nowhere near Lincoln. Okay. I can't uh, get. Uh, so it's John Walk. I've got John Walk. Wow. Yeah. Did he play at Liverpool? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tony Adams. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Surely all of you got that. Well done. And for Ipswich, David Linnigan. So this is why I remember this fixture. The Linnigan brothers at it. They were brothers. At it. I wonder which one got booked. Yeah. Nigel Winterburn. Yes. Go on, add a ticket. Neil Thompson. Neil Thompson, no. ex Calgary manager. Yeah. There you go. Ray Parler. Got him. Didn't get Ray Parler. And for Ipswich, Paul yes. Mason. Paul Mason. No. For Arsenal, John Jensen. Ah, oh, Johnny Jensen. God, how can And for Ipswich, Steve Palmer. Steve Palmer. No. Arsenal, Paul Merson. Yeah. Uh, Ipswich, Gerant Williams. Guessing he's Welsh. Williams didn't get him. Arsenal, Eddie McGoldrick. Oh, lads. And then Eddie McGoldrick. Simon Milton. Ipswich, Milton. Arsenal, Kevin Campbell. Now he'd have been young. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I think it was his first season. Bit and then uh, Ipswich, Chris Kiyom. Kiss- oh, Chris Kiyom. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, yeah. I should have got him. And then. I, I don't. I guess this was the bench, but Ian Wright. Yeah. And then yeah. Ian Marshall. Ian Marshall got Ian Marshall. Yeah. Crikey, that's, that's the only Ipswich player that I did get. You got Ian Marshall. Yeah. There we go. So final scores, boys. What did you get? Four. Four Terrible. for Rich, an Arsenal Terrible. fan. Yeah. Wow. So called cool, <laughs> Arsenal fan. Um, I'm I'm a supporter of neither. I got eleven. Eleven. I can't. I got six. Oh, Rich. That's I cannot believe. I'm not last. I, yeah, I've got, got my base. I thought it was two. I didn't think Ray Parler was there at the time. I thought Dixon was in. Dixon Old, Old will be playing. I thought Perry Groves might still be on the wing at that point. I, I, I wrote Perry Groves after you I said know, friend, think, friend of the show. Yeah. I don't think Perry Groves even played in the Premier League. I think I it was pre Premier League era. I had Anders Limpar, Alan Smith. So Steve Morrow and uh, Mickey Thomas, but he'd obviously gone by then. Mm. I, I think I made up a name. <laughs> uh, I, knew, I knew there was a Stuart. Was there a Stuart? Was one of those a Stuart for Ipswich? Mm, no, no Stuarts. There was there. a Stuart. In, I'm sure there was a Stuart that was because uh, I was thinking of the Ipswich side that lost nine nil at Old Trafford yes. the following oh, year. Yeah. yeah, I think if they played that day, they would have played the year before. You'd have got rewarded with a deal. You know, you'd have stayed on if you've kept them up. I made. I basically made up a player of Stuart Douglas. <laughs> I don't even know who it is. Sounds good. And I put Tony Mowbray, but I don't think. I might have even got the wrong club. 
I just no, Sammy they... Mowbray did, did play for Ipswich. Yeah, I, I think, think he did. Was your centre back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did play for Ipswich. Wouldn't well, yeah. If you know Stuart Douglas or Stuart Douglas, if you're listening, please do get in touch. I mm. think there's a Stuart Douglas that played for Luton in the in the early noughties. Wow! Right, I'll check it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at that. Well, um, and uh, special prize if you can guess the referee. I'm not. Anyone's going to guess that? It was Joe Worrell from uh, Warrington. I remember Joe oh, Worrell. Yeah. There we go. I say Joe Worrell from Wirral. <laughs> yeah, Joe Worrell from the Wirral. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, linesman DR Crick in a red trim and SG Tomlin in a yellow trim. There you go. That's when they used to wear different different outfits. Wow. <laughs> apparently. So uh, more from the Arsenal uh, Ipswich programme. I, <laughs> I hate to be pedantic, but that would have been their flag, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. very good point. Sorry, yeah, no, very pen. good point. Yeah, better to get it right. It's good to be a pedophile. I like yeah. it. Right, well, thank you so much, guys, <laughs> for coming on. Thank you, massively appreciated, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Did yeah. yeah, I really did. Well, we'll maybe have you on next season. Yeah, we'd love to. What have you guys got coming up next? Yeah. Uh, well, we just kind of like done an album last year. Finished touring it. We're kind of like breaking from each nice. other for a bit. Actually, I haven't actually seen Adam for a bit. <laughs> no, it's not this yeah. year. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of time to focus on FPL then. Do you think it. so? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to come on next year again when I'm not so shit. <laughs> I had a couple of fun facts from the weekend. Did you know this weekend the top scorer in the Premier League became own goals? They, they moved up to twenty above Pierre Emerick. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Is that re- is that a rare thing? That well, it was it was quite common for a while, and I think like the last five or six years, there's always been a top uh, individual goal okay. scorer. But um, this year, own goals are well on track. Okay, to be um, the Premier League should have, should have triple captained him. Yeah, and this week yeah. uh, for the Arsenal fans, uh, Monaco play Nice, which sees Henri and Fabregas play Patrick Vieira. Oh, oh wow! Different context, wow. Which is quite nice. That is nice. On the own goals thing, I was told by um, a friend that Burnley's win against Fulham 2-1, both own goals, um, was only the fifth time in Premier League history that the winning side uh, had no shots on target. I saw that. The first time when the the winning side had no shots on target but scored twice. Wow, there you go. There you go. Excellent. And final yeah. stat, which is uh, Shane Long scored the winner for Southampton uh, against it. against Leicester. It's his fourth goal, fourth consecutive goal under different managers. Whoa. So yeah, so this was under Ralph Hasenholt, who previously was under Mark Hughes, and then it was Pellegrino before that club. Well, uh, so he's only scored. So he's on four goals. Four, four goals. Each of his last four goals has been under a different manager yeah. at Southampton. That's a brilliant Great stat. stat. It like says to a little a bit about the regime, but a little yeah. more yeah. about Shane. About Shane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and most of them were probably against Arsenal, as you might remember. Yeah. How's that? There you go. Well, the uh, the Box Rebellion's album, Ghost Alive, is out now on all yeah. available streaming services and in not not probably not CD shops because they don't exist. No, but on CD and vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, so go and, to... go and get it. Listen to them if you yeah. haven't already. Straight after this, yeah. If you're on Spotify or Apple, just crack it on. Perfect. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're just going to sit together now. We're going to sit in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Might be awkward. So. <laughs> right. Cheers. Thank you again, chaps. Thanks all. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Please um, rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get
Ross.